0: Right into this world, all alone. God takes your soul, you're on your own. The crow flies straight, a perfect line. On the devil's back, until you die. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Crossroads Podcast It's the man of a thousand gimmicks It's the dustiest man in the game The diamond in the motherfucking rough Diamond Dave So once again, like last week We're doing a two, two episode week Because we have Elimination Chamber this weekend And doing one show that comes out on Monday As a preview Is not... It it, it just doesn't work for me So I'd rather make two separate episodes Give you a preview And a review of the week And then on Monday afternoon Evening Slash Tuesday depending on if I'm working I'm not sure yet Will be the Elimination Chamber review So we had a Really big week in wrestling Um Let's start off with Raw So the First and foremost, The Miz actually took himself out of the Elimination Chamber. Why someone would do that, I don't know. But mind you, he does have the money in the bank. So him not being in the match per se doesn't really take him out of the match completely. Now, he took himself out of the match with hopes that he would be able to switch his boy, John Morrison, in his place. However, that was not to be. Reason being, if you remember, Morrison only had been an ECW world champion that I do not believe counts, and nor do I believe that title goes towards any Triple Crown or uh, Grand Slam. That's just me. I think the WWE incarnation of ECW was fucking trash. However, somebody who was not in the match that uh, voiced his opinion was Kofi Kingston. And so, we had a match. If Kofi won, Kofi was in Mrs. spot for a chamber. If Kofi lost, Morrison was in the spot. And I like the way they did it. Kofi in the spot. Now... I don't think anybody should get their hopes up that this is going to be uh, the start of Kofi Mania 2 or Kofi Mania Part D, but it's nice to see, especially with the fact that he's held the WWE Championship a lot more recently than some of the other competitors in said match. So, that was the first Thing that really stuck out in my mind Regarding this role The second Bad Bunny Showing up once again The more and more I see him appear The more and more I think he's going to be In a featured match at Wrestlemania Most likely in a tag team match With Damian Priest Against Who knows Miz and Morrison I don't know Uh, Let's be serious WWE doesn't know either But um he, Bad Bunny won the twenty four seven championship. I I think that's pretty cool. Even though the belt looks like shit, that's neither here nor there. That's the first one of the episode. There'll probably be a little more. But anyway, I do like that he is being featured. Um, he is also now training in the uh, performance center, and we also got word that Bow Wow, little Bow Wow, might be a. Uh, Following suit Who knows, Lil Bow Wow has been a fan of WWE for a while So it'll be interesting to see if they continue Yes, these celebrities can bring a lot of eyes to the product But mind you While those segments may not be the most important Those are segments that Regular talent are not being featured on And then people will complain About the fact that their So and so is not being featured Now moving forward Lacey Evans um, While in a tag match with Peyton Royce She was tagged in She left the ring And uh, exclaimed on uh, the mic That she is pregnant Now obviously They're doing that Within the WWE universe, so as to have the storyline, oh, is Ric Flair the father, yada, yada, yada. But in real life, Lacey is in fact pregnant, which is insane. Obviously, I'm a man, so I have no say in anything, any of the sort. But obviously, we saw with Becky, we've seen it a bunch of times. Getting pregnant while you're being pushed, it obviously puts a halt to the push in and of itself, and there's no guarantee that you'll ever get back from from that. I mean, Becky Lynch, she was a main eventer beforehand, however, Lacey Evans was still on the way up. So, I don't know what that means for her... I don't know what that means for her... Um. Match WWE has not yet announced whether they will sub somebody in for Lacey in the match against Asuka Or if they're going to nix it completely But I guess we will see Now we also had another Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton segment Alexa Bliss, uh, which this actually, in my eyes, was a little much for TV. She was sitting in the middle of a pentagram and uh, talking about how uh, The Fiend will be returning soon. It was almost like a uh, spell or magic being cast in the fact that we're going to get... Uh, as I've been talking about, maybe a reincarnated fiend, maybe a different mask or anything. Who knows? But some people felt that this segment went a little far. But considering the fiend's character, it's, it's not so far off. But in fact, it does look like we're going to be getting another... Match in the Randy Orton Fiend saga So that'll be interesting to see And the final thing that uh, Happened, they had a gauntlet Match with the winner Earning the right to enter the In the last Spot in the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber, and I actually Really like the way they booked this Sheamus went on to Win the Match now. If you remember, before they announced the chamber, Drew McIntyre agreed for Sheamus to have his one-on-one match with Drew after Sheamus betrayed him. So while Sheamus is going to be entering sixth, I don't see this. I don't see this leading to the title changing at. Elimination Chamber. However, I do think to reinforce at the next pay per view, getting Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre, we will see Drew McIntyre to def- uh, win the match with the last person being eliminated being Sheamus. So let's see if I'm right. We'll get into the predictions a little later on the show. So, now let's move to NXT. So, first and foremost, in NXT, we learned that the winners of the men's and women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the teams of MSK, Wesley, and Nash Carter, and the women's Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, will be getting their tag team championship matches... On the March 3rd episode of NXT, and that same day, Shaq is going to be appearing in AEW. And if I'm not mistaken, it's potentially going to be him and Jade Cargill against Cody and Red Velvet. I don't fucking know. I I don't keep up with that. But MSK versus Oni and Danny, that's going to be a great match. And even though I was cheering for Dakota Kai and, I mean, um, Ember Moon and Shotzi, Dakota Kai and Raquel versus Shayna and um, Naya is going to be a great match, especially when you consider the history between Shayna and Dakota. Now, my one strike on this match Is the fact that it's a heel versus heel. However, uh, there is there is a tag team title match that was announced. I'm going to talk about that when we get to SmackDown on on SmackDown. uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks versus Nia and Shayna. I I'm not sure if they're going to. Have, they could potentially have Sasha And Bianca win In fighting Losing them to Dakota And uh, Raquel and, the, and then If the women's tag team championships Are in fact Featured on NXT it, it could lead to a It could lead to them Being significantly better Booked Because The women's tag team division in NXT is a lot more legit than on the main roster. So, also in this episode of NXT, we were supposed to get Killer Cross, Carrion Cross. I'm sorry, my Cross fandom is. He'll always be Killer Cross, Carrion Cross, the devil of Monterey. I have the tattoo of his first NXT shirt on my uh, left pectoral muscle. Um we were supposed to get Santos versus Cross on Wednesday. However, they played a vignette where uh Santos said that it was going to be on his time so he was just going to leave and we further got the Uh, Response from Regal That the match was being postponed till this upcoming week With a stipulation Should Santos not Show up He will be stripped Of the WWE Or NXT Cruiserweight Championship Now I'm I was really looking forward to this match I'm not going to lie If I they never announced like even kayfabe what led to this match being postponed, but I don't know. And then of course afterwards, Cross cuts a fire promo. Literally, Cross vignettes and NXT are literally the 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 pinnacle. the The dude is straight up. On the track for either another NXT um, title reign, hopefully longer, or he could, in fact, maybe put Finn over, or get, uh, who knows? Maybe we could get Carrion versus Demon King, but he's all—it's almost looking that he's being fast-tracked to the main roster, and his character along with Scarlet as the his harbinger so to speak and his entrance he he's main roster ready. I would just like him to have a, a reign with the with the NXT championship. That's just me. So with Kushida, Kushida said that he is not done with Johnny Gargano and he also after the match that he had with Johnny Gargano, he announced on Twitter that one of his reasons for signing with WWE slash NXT was to have a match with competitors of the likes of Johnny Gargano. And he even pointed out his running uh kick, his running penalty kick on the ramp from Vengeance Day was an, a homage to the great Muda, Keiji Mudo, who completely out of Out of the WWE sphere Just became the third person To hold The IWGP Heavyweight Championship The uh, GHC Championship And I believe the uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling Championship The others uh, I actually Don't know their names I will have those for you next week But Kushida said he's not done with Johnny Gargano. We still have no idea where Austin Theory is, and I, uh, while I don't like the way, I do love how Candice, Johnny, and Indy are playing up the Austin's legit missing, and uh, Indy even said like when there was she posted a picture of them doing the photo shoot right before. Right before the match That they were kind of like you know Arguing with each other And if she could take it back She would have done it completely different So I I absolutely do love that But um We ended up getting A match between Tyler Rust Managed by Malcolm Bivens against Kushida After uh Malcolm Bivens um basically challenged Kushida to the match with his quote unquote injury but Kushida won I do in, I do in fact believe that. We haven't seen the last of Kushida and Johnny Gargano. I don't know what they're going to lead it with, but it does in fact seem that Kushida is still on track to be a future North American championship. The, and the big question mark within this feud is Dexter Loomis and what he is trying to do or if he's just trying to creep everyone the fuck out. Moving on, hashtag Pat was right. Pat McAfee had a a video package. I don't know if this is going to lead to him coming back to TV, but basically, uh, Pat was talking about the actions of Adam Cole, betraying Kyle O'Reilly and kicking in Finn Balor, etc., etc. Basically, everything that Pat said about Adam Cole was right so I like that um we ended up getting a six-man tag as a main event between Finn Balor Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch now Roderick was very uncomfortable in this because Finn and Kyle were basically tagging back and forth Finn doesn't completely trust Roderick Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Dunn ended up winning, which, you know, was a nice uh, callback to having lost to Balor at the takeover, getting vengeance on the following episode. But we also had Adam Cole once again, super kick. Super super kick everyone in sight and he also did a brain buster on Kyle O'Reilly on the steel steps. Now one thing I want to say about this spot is the fact that people in attendance posted the posted a picture of Kyle O'Reilly in a stretcher and said that he had a seizure. After the move and had a seizure ringside. Now it ended up just being an angle selling the attack from Adam Cole, but it, it, it was a little scary for a while. Obviously, we know that um, Kyle O'Reilly does have diabetes. I'm not sure which type, but um, and diabetes can lead to having seizures. But the information came out that it was in fact just an angle And they were surprised that people took it as far as they did But kudos to Kyle O'Reilly for selling towards that Now I honestly hope this leads to I don't want to see Adam Cole go for the NXT championship again I don't because if anything, I would expect Finn Balor to put him right down. That kills this momentum. I hope this leads into an extended program, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Like we had in Ring of Honor, story time with Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly won the match at Final Battle, I've mentioned that before, to win the Ring of Honor Championship. Only to lose it at Wrestle Kingdom a couple of weeks later, where Adam Cole won his record-setting third Ring of Honor World Championship. Give me this feud. Please give... As Batista said, give me what I want. Okay, anyway. Now, we had continued uh, progression in the Xia saga. Uh, she marked Casey Catanzaro. I guess we're going to get a match between them. I'm still trying to figure out what's good with Ring Girl Tian Sha Tian Tian Shan Tian Sha. I I don't know what the, I'm still trying to figure that out. But I guess we're getting a match between them this on um, this week. But most of all, I didn't uh, mention this on last week's episode. But NXT slash WWE has signed the former Eli Drake now known as L.A. Knight. Great signing for him. I thought he was still with N.W.A. However, it seems like they parted ways quietly. But L.A. Knight, Eli Drake, is one of the best talkers in the game. Does he, he? He's not the best in-ring worker. However, his talking is able to make up for that. And I'm excited to see... What LA Knight brings To NXT A lot of people once again are bitching about his name I'm almost 100% positive He picked that name He want, most likely wanted to pick the A name that he could do The same thing Eli Drake LA Knight So y'all gotta just stop shitting on Some of these people's names Because 9 out of 10 times Guess what The Superstars themselves are the ones that pick said names. So moving on to AEW, there's only two things I want to talk about from this. The first is Sting took a bump. Sting was powerbombed. And oh my God, I think the collective wrestling fandom heart dropped and stomach sunk. Seeing a 61-year-old take a powerbomb spot after he retired from in-ring competition in WWE because of a buckle bomb given to him by Seth Rollins. Excuse me. He is, in fact, okay. Um, Holy shit. And that's not the only old folk that were. We are getting Tully Blanchard in a motherfucking match with the revi- with the revolt, the revolt, the revival, the revolution, the R. I don't know what the fuck they are calling themselves these days. But it's going to be Tully Blanchard with Dax and Cash against Jungle Express. Now. I do want to point out. It's I, I find it hilarious that the AEW stands. I I love AEW. I, I I miss going to their live shows, and I'm supposed to go to their show that they come back in Newark, but I miss their live shows. But the fandom, yo, y'all like to shit on WWE for bringing veterans back, and then and then it's sacred when. AEW does the same thing Yo like it, Either you, you, you gotta stay You, you gotta stay consistent it, it, it's, it's not Oh if one company does it yay If another company does it nay Get your fucking act together But the other big thing is We got announced John Moxley's rematch Against Kenny Omega For the AEW World Championship And I'm really curious by this. Now, their first match was the Lights Out match. Huge gimmick match. Non-sanctioned. It was very hardcore. And a lot of people were... A a lot of people were up in arms because of the violence in it. I think uh, the company even got fined by the uh, Maryland Sports Commission because of how violent it was. The second... Kenny Omega defeats John Moxley. So, they've had a gimmick match. They've had a regular match. But, of course, the regular match, Don Callis is the one that led to that, to Kenny winning. Their next match at Revolution is going to, in fact, be a barbed wire death match. Yeah. Sorry, the dog's in the background and she's playing with her toy. Callie, stop. Okay. A barbed wire death match. Now, I guess this isn't going to be on cable TV, but this is a gimmick heavy match. The exploding barbed wire death match. I'm sorry. The ropes are going to be barbed wire. There are going to, going to be pyrotechnics on the outside of the ring. And when... Moves are done towards the rope, towards the barbed wire. There are explosions. I it, this match, like it's been done well, but it's also been done shitty. And AW has the money to do it well, but I don't think it's going to resonate with the um with the American crowd because it, it's a very select. Group that likes death matches Let alone these super gimmicked Death matches like the Exploding barbed wire death match And then the fact that this is their third meeting The second of which is A gimmick match So I honestly think The gimmick's gonna take away From the Take away from the Experience But That's neither here nor there That's two so, is, is it going to cause me to buy a revolution? Probably not. I'm going to be honest. I may or may not try and, like, you know, find somewhere to watch it. So, um, moving forward to SmackDown. SmackDown, we have... Uh, Continuation of the Big E, Apollo, Shinsuke thing And it's more and more looking like Apollo Cruz Is in fact going to turn heel And we have a Big E injury angle But what I found even more so Was Big E being the guest commentator On a couch with his feet In like one of those feet massage pool things Um eating food, yada, 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 but we have an injury angle. I honestly think this is going to lead to a potential triple threat or one-on-one face Biggie versus heel Apollo, or you could have the face, face tweener heel, including Shinsuke Nakamura. Next, we have Edge laid out by Roman Reigns, which honestly is making me think it is, in fact, going to be Roman versus Edge. And we are most likely, in my opinion, getting this match announcement next Friday. Uh, and I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. I really am. We had a we had a six man tag, Daniel Bryan, KO, and Cesaro beating Sammy, J, and King Corbin. My question is, why do it this way instead of doing a like a gauntlet like they did on Raw for? entering six because mind you, this elimination chamber is not for the WWE for the universal championship. It is for the number one contender to face Roman at the said event. But, um, uh, yeah, that, that really bothered me. So I guess they're keeping the drawings for the chamber for the SmackDown chamber, the universal championship chamber. Um, Close to the belt, that's fine. We had another Seth Rollins angle. Um, he was bitching and moaning about how the superstars walked out on him when he returned, saying that uh, b- that's not the way he was supposed to come back. He got his old music back. New Megan said instead of for the greater good, it's embrace the vision. But he is, in fact bringing a lawsuit to WWE, which is fucking stupid. And the last thing I'm going to say about SmackDown is heel American Alpha. That's all I have to say. Heel American Alpha. Now we are going to talk about the Elimination Chamber. So like I said, they have not announced whether they're going to replace Lacey or just cancel the match. So we have the Raw Women's Championship, we have the Women's Tag Team Championship, we have the United States Championship, and we have two chamber matches. So Shayna and Nia versus Sasha and Bianca. This could go either way. I, I, Being that this was a late ad, I don't think there's going to be a title change. The only reason I would potentially say a title change is to have a heel-versus-face tag team match against the winners of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. However, I would forego that for a return to the Dakota Shayna storyline. So I'm fully picking Shayna and Nia to defend their championships. Now, the United States Championship, we have... Riddle versus Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. Now, the I'm not even sure this is going to go off as planned because Keith Lee was nowhere to be found this week. So, I don't know if they just kept him off or if they're getting rid of the match. I don't know regardless, I don't think uh I don't think Bobby Lashley is going to lose the belt. If anything, I think Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, even though they're friends, they're going to get very competitive with each other, and their fighting is going to lead to probably that slam thing on Keith Lee leading to the hurt lock on Matt Riddle. That's what they've been doing. Now, Asuka and Lacey, I I don't know. I guess they could just throw in a rando. I mean, they could throw in Peyton. You're not going to throw in Charlotte. But Lacey getting pregnant kind of threw everything everything off. So I don't even know what to say about this match. Um, Let's say that Regardless, Asuka's gonna win if they have the match. However, don't count on this match, in fact, happening. As of today, they still have not announced any news about it. So now we are to the two chamber matches. And the the Universal Championship match. I'm going to talk about the Raw one first. So the Raw one consists of Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston. Sheamus is entering last. Like I said before, I think Sheamus is going to be the last man eliminated. I think we could potentially get the return of the Fiend in this. That's going to start the new, the newly reincarnated Fiend program, leading towards WrestleMania. Potentially even Alexa. Who knows? But I, I think Sheamus is going to be the last one eliminated, leading to Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre at Fastlane or Roadblock or what, whatever the fuck that pay-per-view is. SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. If you asked me two weeks ago, I was, I, when all the competitors were first announced, I would have probably said Daniel Bryan. Or Kevin Owens. After last week's talking smack, I think Cesaro's winning this. And I think he's going to put up a good fight for against Roman, but I think Roman Reigns is going to win. But it, I'm, I'm hoping that this leads to a Cesaro push. He had that incredible um, promo on Talking Smack. It looked like last night he had new merchandise. Always talking about his love for wrestling. When I see the word always, I think of Severus Snape. Always yada, yada, yada. But there's no way Roman's dropping the title at this. But who knows? We could even potentially see Edge show up after said match. Look at Roman. Point to... The Wrestlemania sign Especially with the fact that Smackdown Went off the air With With uh, Edge Getting laid out So that's my Short elimination chamber Um Elimination chamber Preview Um The review will drop either Monday afternoon or Tuesday depending on When I work And once again, there are big things happening with the fourth wall pop network. Like I said, keep your eyes out. A YouTube is coming and there will be a short video show coming from yours. Truly. I'll get into more of that as we get closer to it and a crossroads shirt and a new logo is coming. It is coming. I know I keep saying it is coming, but trust me, it is. But in the meantime, you could check out our swag shop at Tpublic and you can get shirts from New Normal Wrestling, pop pop sports shorts, Big Heckin' Wade, Pop Culture Collective. You could get merchandise from all of us and literally anything that you could think of that a logo can go on, you could find in our swag shop. So now that we're winding down to the end of the show, let's drop where you can find me, find the bunny, find the show. Find the network. You can find me on Facebook, David Malkwich, D A V I D, space, M A L K I E W I C H. You can find me on Instagram, O Z T E P 0 8. You can find the bunny rabbit, Juniper bunny, queen of the bun fort, lord of the plate, the new playpen, pen. Master Trito's First of her name At J-U-N-I-P-E-R-B-U-N-Z If you like animal content You will not be disappointed And you can find The show On Twitter At T-H-E-K-R-O-S-S-R-H-O-D-E-S With an Instagram Coming soon And you can find Yours truly on Twitter At I-N-D-I-E underscore D-U-S-T-Y-D-A-V-E. So until next time, enjoy Elimination Chamber. You've been listening to The Crossroads with the dustiest diamond in the rough. Dusty Dave, Diamond Dave, the man of a thousand gimmicks. Until next time, hashtag TikTok do the work, hashtag make it pop, and we'll see you next time. Diamond Dave, out.